Before we dive into what's going on with the rest of Bachelor Nation, our friends over at Shelf Love Podcasts want to have a brief conversation with you about the Bridgerton Research Project. You want to know what that is? Well, you're about to find out right now. Did you know that 82 million households tuned into at least one episode of Bridgerton on Netflix the first month it was available? And did you know that Bridgerton is based on a romance novel series by Julia Quinn? Lots of people who have never picked up a romance novel before are dipping in as a result of the Netflix adaptation. If you are one of those people who don't identify as a romance reader, but decided to read one or more of the Bridgerton novels as a result of watching the show, I am asking for your help. That's right, you. My name is Andrea Martucci, and I'm currently working on a research project to discover how Bridgerton fans are engaging with romance novels and how they perceive the romance fiction genre. I am the host of a podcast devoted to unpacking romance novels called Shelf Love Podcast. What I want to understand is how people get into romance or don't and how new readers perceive genre conventions. So here's how you can take part in this research project. I have a survey that probably just takes about five minutes to fill out. You can find the survey and learn more about the research project by going to bit.ly slash Bridgerton Research. That's bit.ly slash Bridgerton Research. You can also find more information on my website, shelflovepodcast.com. Thank you so much for helping with this project. I really appreciate you. That link one more time is bit.ly slash Bridgerton Research. We will put the links to where to fill out the survey in our show notes and links about the project itself there as well. But now we've gotten that out of the way, let's dive right back into the episode and more Bachelor Nation news. I'm Jen, she's Lex, and we're some perplexed ass bachelorettes tonight, y'all. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, I don't... Just tonight's episode, we're talking about the woman tell all that was two hours too long. Like, I don't, I don't even understand why this even happened. Last season, I'm pretty sure they did the men tell all and then did like a part of an episode, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was like an hour of the men talking, which was also an hour too much. And then we went right back to the episode. (laughs) I just don't understand why that wasn't put together for this season like I don't I think they wanted to milk as much of the drama as they possibly could but we're already over it like we've been over this whole season why would you want to turn us off even more right before your finale I think that that was the thing for me it was like we had gone through this all this drama the people who were in all the drama had left, which were mostly white women. And then back to the drama, back to centering white women. Like we had gotten over it. And then it was like, oh yeah, remember all this drama that happened? And we were like, no, we wanted to forget. <laughs> Why yeah. are you telling about, about it again? I'm, I'm sick of this. Of course they rehash, you know, a lot of the season up to this point, which involves drama, 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 drama. Meeting Matt for the first time, Falling for Matt, though I don't see how drama it was just <laughs> a lot, a lot of drama, drama llamas, a lot of nothing. Like even parsing, they're like, "Oh, what are we going to discuss on this episode?" I'm like, "Well, most of the women of color 
only had conversations in connection to white people. <laughs> so right. the only two people who did not have conversations like that were Serena P and Piper. Right. Every other woman of color on that stage only was interacted with around white women. Yeah. Yeah, it was very focused on white women. And that's the thing that gets me about this, particularly this season, is that they they kind of just like shoved it in our faces, like the most diverse season, the most diverse season, all this diversity, OMG, diversity. And then it focuses on white women. I think I said that last week, like mostly of, of all the people who spoke, we mostly heard from two white women. Yes, yes. Also, I don't know if you saw Bachelor Data's post for the most speaking time for the entire episodes one to seven. White girl Sarah still has the most speaking time out of any woman on the screen. And then Victoria is second. And then Victoria is second. This is the only time I'm going to be using these bitches' names on this podcast anymore. How is it that Sarah, you know, I'm going to pull it up right now and I'm going to read to you the number of minutes of speaking time that they're talking about, right? So Sarah was in all of like two episodes. So it said Matt's speaking time was about two hours, 44 minutes, which makes sense. He's the bachelor. Sarah, 33 minutes and 18 seconds. Victoria, 32 minutes and 50 seconds. Katie, 29 minutes and four seconds. The next most popular speaker is Racist Rachel. After that, it goes to Serena P. And then a bunch of other people. (laughs) Chris Harrison has more speaking time than Brie or Michelle. And they are in the top three. And they're in the final three. That's just like featured screen time, speaking time, whatever, just like on the show. Like featured screen How time. Is- Sarah still has 33 minutes more screen time than anyone else. Like, I don't get it. How? Like, I'm just like, Sarah was in like two, three episodes tops. And she had the whole thing about she needs to leave. Like, how does she get more screen time and speaking time? Look, ah, this show just aggravates me. I'm not even going to lie. It's things like that just aggravate my soul. It's ridiculous. I just don't even understand. I just don't, <laughs> I don't get it. And you know what? Like, but this just proves exactly what it is. It's exactly what we knew was kind of going to happen. And they, so. they love to pretend like, oh yeah, you know, we're trying. And like, di- like uh, if it's one thing white people love to do is claim that diversity isn't as popular but it's like it's not because you make it not like i'm pretty sure if you spent gave 33 minutes to chelsea or michelle oh my gosh can you imagine if they gave 33 minutes to michelle why don't what? i have that why don't why, I have why that? don't we have that i would love that i would love i'm sure people would love that she's like, just, she's great It's just ridiculous. So, of course, going to WTA, we kind of knew exactly what it was going to be. So let's just, you know what? I will mention one white woman in particular at the Women Tell All. Just one. Heather was there, y'all. Heather was there, sitting directly next to the rich white woman. And we just never saw her on our screens. They did her dirty like what the hell? How was how was Heather there and nobody knew and nobody heard from her? 
Like this Listen. woman did all of that for 15 minutes of screen time, was invited to the tell all and got nothing. <laughs> Not oh. even introduced. She was never even introduced. Right. At the tell all. They cut her out the entire thing. Like if I were her, I would feel like shit right now. Listen, it's a mess. It's a hot mess. And, you know, it's exactly the kind of shit that the producers perpetuate. So whatever. We only have two people to speak about unless you want to talk about Lurch. Do you want to talk about Lurch at all? Well, you know what? We'll talk about yes. Lurch's kissing thing at the end. Yes. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll go through. But first, I want to say right off top, they definitely placed the previously recorded prominently. I don't think we've ever seen that in the tell-all before. As soon as um, King Clown walked out, it was like, previously recorded. <laughs> Don't cancel us. This was yeah. before. He made a fool of himself. <laughs> yep, I saw that. And I was like, yeah, okay, sure. It wasn't, <laughs> like, it wasn't yeah, that previous, but all right. <laughs> like, okay, it's ridiculous. But, you know, they they go through a lot of conversation. And then we put Piper in the hot seat first. Now, there was a white and who was in the hot seat before that, the one that was rumored to have been chosen to be the next Bachelorette. And the questions that Clown was asking them, they were a lot harder on Piper. Like, you know, kind of like trying to dive in like, oh, well, why do you think this? Like, do you think this? And you didn't say this. Like, what do you think about that? And I was kind of like, where is this even coming from? Because when you had that white bitch sitting there, you didn't give her no kind of questions like that. You were just sitting there like, oh, you know, like, that must have been so hard for you. Like, right. how are you feeling? Like, what? what mm. But also they had asked her a lot of suspect questions about the future so like when what's up for the future for you and oh yeah nobody else got asked any of those questions and it was like um Mm -hmm. y'all about to not be playing in my face (laughs) about making her bachelorette i hope not we knew it i knew it like i said i think they set it up for it to be more obvious but with everything that happened they kind of had to rework it because the editing for this episode also felt choppy as shit it was just sloppy there was no yeah. clear, you know, moving from segment to segment because usually at least it's edited like, oh, yeah, so, you know, we've covered this topic. Now let's cover this. It was more kind of like a, you ask one person a question, then you cut to three other people answering that question, and then you just say, enough about that. Let's move on. Move on to yeah, what? I don't know what we're talking hard. about. <laughs> it was like they address all the drama and drama off top. And then it was like, all right, here's things we didn't see. And then it was like, all right, let's talk to this white woman. Let's talk to all these other women of color. But we got got to make sure we talk to the white woman first. Like, it's very obvious. It's oh, very my God. Obvious. I forgot about the dates that we didn't see. Some fear yeah. factor type shit to get a ring with bugs. Disgusting. I would have just walked myself home. Um, the other, I do one, remember you saying like there were dates that we didn't see, like mm-hmm. calling them out, and now I'm like, oh shit, Jen yep. right. There are all these dates, but my thing is like, sorry, my thing is like, um, there are all these dates we didn't see, and a lot of them centered women of color. So of course we didn't see them, um, which just gets me so upset because like I would much rather see these women like on the. I would have much rather seen any of these dates, even though the bugs date I would have been cringing. I would have much rather seen that than like watch Katie play white savior. Honestly, absolutely. I would much rather have seen any of these dates aside from 
any of the white women that we have on our screen. So cheers to that. Cheers to that. Yeah, and nice. uh, so, of course, we have Piper in the hot seat first. She got sent home and was very surprised and strong, pissed energy didn't even let Matt like touch her as he was walking her out. And I was like, cheers to you, girl. And then the next person we talked to was Serena P, obviously, not Z. And then it was a lot of a lot of questions that were being asked of Serena was also like, oh, do you regret it? Do you regret it? Do you regret it? And she was just kind of like, I still care for him as a person, but no, I don't. <laughs> and I was like, more power to you, bitch. Stand up for that. Cheers. I think they really wanted her to say like, I regret it. Or like, I want to see like what could happen with us or what, where it would go. And she was like, nah. Like, I wish him the best. <laughs> yep. And I hope he finds this person. <laughs> He's not mine. Like, but it's not me. He's not it's me. not me. Uh, you know, with good reason. So, and yeah, that beard he had wasn't even hitting like that. So, listen, <laughs> Grover needs to chill. Okay. <laughs> Grover's Grover. better chill. I don't even get it. You know, we forgot this other thing they covered, the the drama with the whole escort situation. I forgot they covered that in this, too. And we watched a white woman fake apologize for ruining someone's life on TV. Did she even apologize? She said that she apologized. And I was like, when? (laughs) Yeah, because even even um, even Brittany was like, like, yeah, I hope that's genuine because you never reached out to me. And she was kind of like, uh. That part, bitch. Wow. You had you had months to reach out to her. Months. And to now, it. now you're oh. sorry online. Exclusively online and nowhere else. Like, right. No. Like now, now you're conveniently sorry on national television after like almost destroying this woman's life on national television. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I was just like, nah, we're not what we're not gonna do is that. But shout out to Brittany for supporting sex workers. Yes. Sex workers deserve love too. I too deserve love, even though I'm not a sex worker. You know. We all we all deserve love. Yes, um, and there's nothing shameful about sex work. So yeah, exactly, it's just work shame job. On that white woman for trying to shame her and the show for trying and to make it seem the like show. It was this whole thing, and, and it was for them like acting surprised when the yes. storyline got brought up. I was like. But like y'all had to know about this. Like, yes. how, how would they? How would this white woman have known that Britney was going to be on the show if y'all didn't tell her? Exactly. She was like, my friends messaged me. I was like, you have no phone. So, so that- and Britney appeared way after you guys got there. So, so how know? did you know? <laughs> like, and um, King Clown, he was like, oh yeah, you know, we're going to address the devastating rumor. I'm like, stop acting like you didn't egg it on. You know, you're an executive mm-hmm. producer. You knew what the fuck was happening. Okay. Oh, yeah. Behind the scenes, they were probably Please just like, stop. oh yeah, so go talk to that girl and tell her about what you heard. Yeah, yeah, her, her, her. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go do yeah, that. Yeah, so <laughs> say your friend told you, even though it was us. <laughs> Ridiculous. 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 Uh, so we've covered Sarita P. We've covered, you know, Piper. We covered Brittany. Matt came on and I was unimpressed as usual. Really, he has no personality. Wait, are we going to cover Abigail? All right. I mean, here's the thing. I don't think she said anything worth talking about. And that's just my personal opinion. And that's just because it's exactly what we thought. 
they played her and they brought her on like, oh, well, Matt just didn't like her. And I'm like, sure. Sure. <laughs> I my my thoughts about her segment is that it was very much like it was it was very cringe and it was very much like, look at us, like we're so inclusive, like we included this deaf girl and look at all these tweets and support and support of her. And I was like, I've never seen that before. <laughs> I've never seen them show tweets of people like support. But then it's like, okay, so you understand the importance of inclusion. Like you understand the importance of representation. You just don't understand it when it's black people. But you understand it. Like that yeah. that was like my whole issue. Oh, absolutely. Listen, black people racism is different. Okay. It's very, very different. We're talking about anything else. It's like, oh yeah, we can figure that out. Racism though, it's like, no, right. Not that. It's like, oh, what? Not that. Yeah, we're all we're all equal, like you know, it's just, you know, the the lead just didn't like her like that. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. But like, like I said, I mean, everything that she's saying, I was just kind of like, okay. It just felt very curated to me. It did. It felt very, it did feel very much like, oh, we brought this person on. Look how great we are. And it was just like, mm, this is very cringe. And y'all don't feature no black people. So... I want to see a black person on the hot seat, like black, yep. black. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. There was fifty percent black and fifty percent black. That's what I want. To see. <laughs> so many missed opportunities. You know, they had Kayla there, they had Chelsea there, they had they had a couple of you know black women in the audience. It would have been nice to hear from them. It really would have. Separate and apart from their interactions with white women, would have been nice. I really wish that they gave Chelsea a hot seat because she had a whole relationship with Matt and she was really into him. And they gave Katie instead. I feel like Matt was way more into Chelsea than the savior white woman. I don't know. I don't know I that he was. So. I, I, I don't know that he was. And that's just because I think that he wasn't into any of them. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> so I but mean, Chelsea at least seemed really into him. I would have liked to hear her talk some more instead of the queen clown girl yeah but, but you know yeah we don't even need to go there we already know exactly yeah. how that went and if you don't know exactly how it went you can watch our instagram stories on the highlights and our tweets from that and other tweets. like sure. you don't need to we're not going to cover that again not that's fine rehashing so what's your overall thought of the women tell all is there a sweet and sour moment that popped out for you or is it just all eh um, I think there were sweet moments. Like my sweet moments were the bloopers. I appreciated seeing the bloopers. Oh, also in the bloopers, Tasha was there. And I was like, what? You don't remember when she was there? No. When was she there? <laughs> Am I forgetting? <laughs> I remember she had talked about being there. Did we see her? I'm pretty sure we did, but Lord knows I'm also old in my memory shit, but I'm pretty sure she was there and she talked to Matt. Uh, Yeah, we'll have to look that up, but we just probably didn't remember. Talk about it. No, we definitely did. If she was there, we would have talked about it. No, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think they showed her. Well then. I don't have it mentioned. No, I don't don't have it in my notes at all. Another one of those secret moments that we never saw. Yeah. I didn't because I because I was like, wait, what? Tasha was there, and I didn't. I honestly don't remember. I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a Google it, 
or look it up, but I'm pretty sure Tasha, like we didn't see Tasha there. And that's something I would have loved to but see. But I like, knew she was there. Yeah. So we knew that she was there. So I just don't know if we, I'm pretty sure we talked about it. I'm pretty sure she was on an episode because she was on the one with the, the hot wing situation, like them eating the spicy food. I'm pretty sure. When was that? I don't know. Did I zone out for that? Listen, I don't even know what's happening anymore with this season because there's so much shit they cut out. I don't know what happened. So, but I said this, they were eating in the in the blooper clip. Tasha, Matt, and the female host were eating hot wings or whatever it was, or some kind of yeah, spicy they food. They're eating some that was spicy. Yeah, but, but it must have been a food related date for them to be doing that, right? Yeah. I don't, I don't remember much food related dates. We have to look into it. <laughs> yeah. But for now, that was my my sweet moment was just like seeing the bloopers. Jasenia falling over. I'm sorry, that was funny. Um, that is the funniest blooper of the whole budge. Where she popped bugs. into that chair that was kind of like bloop. Yeah. <laughs> over tea kettle. I love to see that. That was hilarious. That was. And the producer like, oh my gosh, are you okay? <laughs> so that, is that what was sealed it. That was, that was my sweet moments. What was what was your sweet moment? If you have, did do you have any? Nope, nothing at all for this episode. No, nope, no, no sour moment. The entire episode existed, and that was horrible. <laughs> I think my sour moment was basically my sour moment was all the things that we didn't see that they kind of shoved into this. Like, oh yeah, by the way, here's all the things you missed. And it's like, wait, what? Like, but why did we miss them? And King Clown was like, oh, yeah, you know, we rarely don't air dates, but they conveniently didn't air three of them. So it was like, huh, what? Yep. <laughs> I mean, I, I conveniently just skip them. I could have done without seeing that, you know, date with the former bachelor turned author. <laughs> I could have skipped that date entirely. That food eating and drinking contest, oh, whatever. The pancakes. With the pancakes and the beer. I could have skipped that one. I was like, this is what you bring the man here for. You brought a man out of his house to <laughs> judge a pancake eating contest. Yeah, I think but I really think like I also think those are the dates that they just didn't pour that much time and effort into and they were kind of like we just need to do something let's do something so maybe that's why they cut them out i don't know but i would have much rather seen them over um white girl drama any day so that was my that was my sour also like what they did with abigail showing all the tweets and making all this like grandstanding about you know, make like, oh, that it was such a good thing for her to be on this show. It just reinforces to me that they literally do not care about people of color whatsoever, about True. black black women in particular. So that was my sour moment. Also the also the um the huge cut of Matt kissing with his eyes. <laughs> Listen, that was the cringiest thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. Literally, okay, so it really Matt was is Matt. Ne- Matt has never been kissed, clearly. I don't know if you saw this, but like I harassed my roommate on the Instagram story and I, I yelled at him and I was like, is this something that you do the first time you ever kissed anyone ever in your life? And even if you don't know how to kiss with your eyes closed the first time, every time after that, just saying, you just close your eyes. 
And he's like, oh, I just love eye contact. Like, I just love to, I'm like, yes. no, bro, she's not looking at you. She feels you staring at her and she's wondering what the fuck <laughs> is going on. Like, yeah, he's like, oh, I just really like eye contact. And, you know, when you're that up close, it's like, whoa. And I'm like, when you're that up close, you can't see anything. Like, you can't, <laughs> you I don't. literally can't see, you can't see them. So, it was just very, it was just very cringe, and I find it very hard to believe that a grown twenty-eight-year-old man did not know to kiss with his eyes closed. To me, that signals he was humping and dumping all his life. <laughs> I think he's never been kissed. I think he must have never been kissed, and that's the problem. <laughs> so I think, like, I think, I think he probably doesn't have that much experience, like, actually kissing, like, being with intimacy and like being intimate with somebody and actually like kissing so i guess he learned on the show no it doesn't leave doesn't oh, seem like he's learned shit doesn't seem like he's learned shit but well, piper said she brought it up to him and that's when he was like oh okay but then every other kiss that we see on camera his eyes are still open so yeah he didn't change anything but it's eh, fine the woman tell all happened you know it's not the most exciting thing to happen in the past few days that's for sure Right. Yes. We have a host of other Bachelor Nation drama to get through. I even tweeted this morning. I'm like, yo, this last week's been a lot. <laughs> like, I need some time. <laughs> no, it has been a lot. I mean, we'll start with, you know, King Clown had his moment in the sun to show off his assery. And as a result of him showing his fucking ass, Rachel Lindsay got a lot of hate speech, bullying, death threats, rape threats, you name it, she got it. And as a result of that, she deactivated her Instagram account just out of nowhere, which of course, protect your peace, girl. Like you don't need to be dealing with that. That's, I'd get it. Mm -hmm. I get it. Protect your peace. And so we think, okay, this is the worst thing that's going to happen in the past week. <laughs> and then the universe was like, hold my beer, bitch. <laughs> I got something for you. And yes. it's going to be the release of Taylor Nolan's tweets from eight years ago, where she is fatphobic, homophobic, anti-Semitic anti-rape survivor <laughs> like you know like, it she wasn't like whatever you can think of like there is a tweet there's a tweet for that yeah <laughs> make that joke about drumpf you know the former president drumpf where you know for every situation there's a tweet for taylor nolan unfortunately in this situation for every thought you could have possibly had for someone to oppress or be a bully to there was a tweet for that already Including lots of like murder threats and just, I, there was a lot. It was, it was a lot to die. And it was over, it was from 2011 to 2013, 14. Yeah, 2013, 2014. Yeah. Yeah. So 2011, in 2011, she was 17. And 2013, 2014, she was 19, 20. And I, it's just, I don't know. Yeah, she was young, but for me, I'm like, I've been using social media since. We've been using the social, social media for a minute now, right? And when I first started tweet, um, Twitter, I used, to, I used to tweet some wild shit. I'm not even going to lie. But the wild shit I used to tweet about was like sexual stuff. <laughs> like what I want to do to my crush. And 
what else did I, I used to, I used to tweet pick me stuff, right? Cause back when I didn't know any better and I was like a little pick me, but that was the wild shit I used to tweet. So I totally cannot relate to people who would get on Beyonce's internet and tweet wild shit. Like is nobody's, like, I'm just, I'm still like, what? Like, why would not even tweet, but even say that, you know, like, why would you say that shit? And I get, I totally get that she was a pro, pro, most likely a product of her environment, right? Like she grew up in a totally white place. So this is probably what everybody thought like, and this is what mm-hmm. everybody was like. And I do believe that everybody has to go through their experience as an adult where they kind of like question everything they believe and kind of just make a 180 and be like, hold up, that was wrong. Let me do this. But still... <laughs> It's bad. Like it's, yeah. it's it's bad. Not only is it bad, it's that like all these posts are still there. And they're still there. The tweets are still there. And I feel as if there she had she's made what three or four attempts at an apology right now, and none of them are really sticking with me. So fine. Um, but the she left the post there according to one apology to show like her journey or whatever like she's not a, yeah like and i'm just like but why do you want to traumatize people like right. why do you want your fat you know queer black dark-skinned you know femme followers to see you talking about how ghetto black women are and how much you hate them and how much you hate them for right. being loud. Like, why would you want anyone who supports you in any kind of way to have access to that content? I said, it's one thing if you addressed these issues in advance and said like, hey, in the past I've said some fucked up shit. This is what that looks like. Here's how I am have changed now and I'm doing better. But now it's just kind of like defensive and weird. And then that looks like a PR statement instead of like an actual meaningful apology. I think that's what it is for me. It's the fact that she's so defensive, like, oh yeah, I said that shit, but look, you know, I'm good now. Like I've been, and it's like, yeah, she'd been doing the work, but sweetie, the internet lives forever. Like you need to delete that shit today. If it's not something you believe today, you need to delete it today. Like it's not, The things she said, they were not forgiving or left any room for doubt or, you know, like, it's just, she said what she said. And like, you have it on the internet. It looks like you're still saying it with your whole chest. Like, I just, I don't understand. I I really do feel like she needs to delete them immediately i under i mean i understand what she's saying in that i want people to see where i come from but you could just as easily delete them and be like hey you know i used to say this and i want to be completely transparent and be like where i was coming from and now i am here today it's a it's a mess it's a mess so yep accountability works in all the ways like you just have to be accountable and if you're going to apologize you have to genuinely apologize Right, right. So, and she, so yeah, she has done some attempts at an apology. There was one I saw where she like specifically apologized to each targeted group that she offended. But looking at it, I'm like, yo, it's way too many groups here. (laughs) You offended like literally everybody, girl. (laughs) 
Yeah. And the downside of this is that it's just detracting from the conversation about firing the King clown and standing with Rachel Lindsay. Because on every single post we have supporting Rachel Lindsay on our feed and on other feeds, there are trolls popping up like, oh, so what do you have to say about Taylor Nolan? Like, how come we're not making a statement on that? Why are you standing with Rachel when you should be talking about Taylor Nolan? And I'm like, Taylor Nolan can be wrong in this instance, and we can also still stand with Rachel at the same time. Exactly. Exactly. It does not take away from the fact that Chris Harrison is racist. Rachel KKK <laughs> was also racist. What she did was wrong, and she was racist. And Rachel Lindsay did not deserve to be treated like that. And my thing with Bachelor Nation right now, which is irking me is that if you look at the comments under Taylor's posts and you look at the comments under racist Rachel posts, there are two different worlds, right? So under racist Rachel's posts, it's like, oh my gosh, we love you. Like we know your heart was in the right place. Like we forgive you, even though it's not that place to forgive, but we forgive you and we understand and grace and all the grace and compassion in the world. But under Taylor's post is like, yeah, you're such a hypocrite, da, 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 and you know whatever else because you know Bachelor Nation is not kind to women of color whatsoever. So I'm just like Bachelor Nation. So Bachelor Nation understands how to hold people accountable, right? It's just when it comes to white people, they just conveniently forget to do it. So that's my issue right now. I'm like, I do like, I'm not, I don't want people to be out here just like making threats to women of color but if you're gonna call people out call everybody out don't just call out the women of color call out the white people too i know you can do it i see it y'all are doing it so just take that energy and call out the white people and let's get chris harrison off air because if if taylor can be held accountable for her tweets from 10 years ago Chris Harrison can be accountable for what he said two weeks ago, okay? Like, it's been two <laughs> fucking weeks. And right. acting like, oh, he's been suffering. Has he, though? Has, Has he? he suffered? He still oh, makes yeah. millions. Like, <laughs> we can talk about him being replaced for After the Final Rose by, what's his name? Emmanuel Ochoa. I right. That correctly. I don't know anything yeah, about so that. that was a girl. girl. I don't know. Bachelor Nation news. Chris Harrison will not be hosting the final rose. It will be host by Emmanuel Hufuapua. <laughs> Ochoa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, sir. Sorry. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry, sir, like, for mispronouncing your name. Uh, don't hate us. I'd appreciate it if you didn't. Please don't. But I don't also, have notes. <laughs> <laughs> but also love. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Emmanuel. I'm sure you'll do great. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so he will be hosting after the final rose, and it looks like next week is the finale, and then yeah, we're done. The fifteenth is the finale. Um, is it? So what's yes, he said the fifteenth. So I guess fantasy suites are still next week. Based uh, on how they're releasing the promos for this week, I wasn't even sure how it was gonna go. So I guess they're keeping it at 11 episodes and, you know, that's it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So it's not over next week. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Got two more, two more episodes to go. Oh God. Um, This is too, too many as well. (laughs) (laughs) 
I know, like there's there's just been so much happening around this season that this season doesn't even seem relevant anymore. Like we're beyond it right now. Like we're talking about different things, like getting rid of Chris Harrison, and we already know Matt's relationship status and all this other shit. Like it's a lot. It's a lot going on. <laughs> and I just I just wanted to say, like there are I do know there are a lot of people looking towards us and the Black Bachelorettes and all sorts of other people to be like, hey, speak up on this. Hey, speak up on this. And I just want to say like, yo, we need time too. Like we can't speak up on everything. You know, we got jobs yeah. and whole lives. We got like- jobs. We got lives. You know, we are also people who have been hurt by these Taylor Nolan tweets. Right. And so it's kind of like you want us to come out with an immediate response, like condemning her and saying all this stuff. Right. And girl, I'm still trying to process some shit. Exactly. Like- We're process. We're human. We're processing. Like... We thought this girl was an ally and come to find out some other shit. So give us some space, right? Like we are getting the information at the same time as you guys. So we can't have an opinion ASAP. Okay. (laughs) We even got the information later than y'all. Cause I came into the chat, like when people had already started actually reading the tweets, I was like, wait, what's happening? Where are we? And Jen told me I was very much driving for 10 hours. <laughs> I was like, wait, what's happening? Yeah, no, it's 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 been a while. So just kind of give the grace and compassion to the people who've been affected, who right. need the space to figure out their feelings and how to craft statements and things about these topics. Just saying. Right, right. We know y'all are capable of grace and compassion <laughs> share it with a person of color today yes so <laughs> for the low price of 9.95 <laughs> for the low low price of mind and your business you can you too can offer grace and compassion <laughs> <laughs> i'm sick of us <laughs> we're ridiculous <laughs> but yes also Black joy is just as important. Just saying. Like us making each other laugh and being able to have this kind of lightheartedness to our conversation is just as important. And it is. I want that to be acknowledged. This is this is this is legit how black people cope because we have to deal with this bullshit on a regular. So if you catch us joking around, that is why we're just we're just trying to cope. We're trying to survive. Yep. We're trying to like not be a ball of depression on the floor. Okay, right? Like, is it a day ending and why? Yes, we've experienced this at some point in time. Yes, <laughs> exactly. This is not new. <laughs> so sick of them. So sick of them. So we've covered a bit about that. Is there any other Bachelor Nation news that you think we should cover? Um, not really. I think we covered, we did talk about, yeah, we said Rachel deactivated her Instagram. Oh, um, I just want to mention, I know we're not mentioning white people on this show, but this one idiot from Bachelor Nation, idiot X model, is he still a model? I don't know. Was like, oh, if they fire, if they fire Chris Harrison, I'm going to burn, I'm going to raise hell or some shit. And I was like, do it. <laughs> yeah, try. Like, I would love to see you try. Love to see you try. Please. Also, why is this the hill you want to die on? <laughs> like, this man legit got on television and told a black woman that she has 
she's she has no right to talk about racism. Like, yeah, that racism didn't exist before twenty twenty. Like, why why is that the hill you want to die on, sir? They're ridiculous. White men are ridiculous in this way. White men are ridiculous. Like, and I just, I particularly (laughs) just think he's an idiot. So, sir, if you could please attend high school, we would love that. And college, too. Hey, hey. That's shameful to our elementary school and middle school, okay? <laughs> they, too, have been working hard. Thank you. That's true. That's true. Sir, if you could pay attention in a class, read a book, something. It was so funny. Somebody suggested he read a book, and he was like, nah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah, that's that's the only thing. Um, other than that, you know, I just I sympathize with Rachel a couple of other people did come out and were like, you know, we stand with Rachel, which is great. I do think it's down to like the white leads, the white super popular leads of this show to be like, yo, this is not cool. Can you guys stop doing it? Because they're just going to keep doing it. Like all the trolls and whatnot are just going to keep doing it. And I've seen a couple of comments and it's like, they're, they're not intelligent. (laughs) First of all, they are not, there's no original thoughts. They just clearly don't understand shit. So it's really down. It's like, it's really down to these popular people to be like, okay, stop, please. Like y'all can disagree with Rachel as much as you want, but all this harassing, bullying, death threats, whatever, it's not cool. Like she's a person. It's not cool. You can disagree and mind your business. It's easy. I do it all the time. Minding your business costs you (laughs) zero money. Just zero. Zero Zero. dollars. Y'all should try time. We had a whole president that I disagreed with almost everything, and I mind my business. (laughs) So (laughs) y'all can do it. I know you can. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's the last thing I wanted to say. Anything else you need to get off your Mm. chest? Anything else I need to get off my chest? Well, you know what? I'm going to save some of my thoughts for next week's episode because I anticipate that's when they're going to bring his dad out. Yes. Oh, yes. We did not talk about the previews. And I saw that, that his dad came and it looked contentious. And I was like, "Mm, I see what y'all are trying to do here, but I will save my judgment for next week. Yep, that's what it is. Like, I just kind of want to wait and see how exactly they're going to play this out so I could rip it apart. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's it's Matt's mom that comes back, right, too. And we Correct. see her Correct. talk to him. And she's like, you know, love is, like, sometimes love is not enough. Bunch of tears, bunch of tears, bunch of tears. Matt's tearing up. The clown asks him, can you do this? And he was like, I don't think so. And then, yeah, so we'll see what happens. I really wonder what happens. So do I. I genuinely wonder what happens as well, but uh, I don't have anything officially to add, unfortunately, aside from to say we are almost at the end of this season of The Bachelor and in our break period between whatever the next (laughs) Bachelor Nation show coming out is, we will be, you know, covering some other topics, you know, some romance novels, maybe. (laughs) Romance novels turned TV shows, perhaps even more specifically. Just, you know, maybe we'll manage to get an interview with one of the former contestants if they're allowed to talk to us about certain things. We'll just just have to see how it goes and play it by ear. Yes. 
Yes, we will. We shall see. Um, some exciting things to come. And I hope that you guys stick around, even if we're not talking about Bachelor Nation, because we are funny and I love our podcast. I personally love our podcast. Lex <laughs> actually listens best. to us. Like, so I do, I, the, do. I do the editing after we record. And I just like send it to her and she listens to it and then of course uploads it because she's also yes. like low-key checking for any editing errors. And then I have a feeling like you listen to it again, don't you? Like once it's released, you're kind of like, oh, I love the sound of our voice. Let's just go I again. <laughs> she's like, what did we say about that? Twice. <laughs> twice. <laughs> what did we say about that? Let me little listen to it. Oh man, this is great. <laughs> listen, I only listen to it when I'm editing. If I'm not editing, I never want to hear it ever again. <laughs> what? We're so good. It's so good, Jen. You should listen to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you should listen to our podcast as a listener. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we're so entertaining <laughs> can't do it it's not gonna happen but thanks for thinking of me <laughs> thanks for your feedback okay <laughs> well, <laughs> if that's it then i'm gonna wrap up this is a nice short one for you guys i'm lex she's jen we are the black bye y'all bye